0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A group of agents are sent to secretly investigate the town of La Fontaine, which is currently under the grip of an ice storm. However, the danger is not from the storm, but from what it has unleashed. Lover in the Ice is a Chronicles of Darkness first edition one-shot game, with Quinn as a storyteller. Becca playing Katie, Slavic playing Leona, and Tillman playing Alan. If you'd wish to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at Twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Lover in the Ice. This is a, uh, originally it was a Delta Green adventure that has been adapted to the rules for Chronicles of Doctors by me. And so this is hopefully going to be a one-shot. And he, with me here today, I have Slavic Tillman, and seeing singer for the first time, Becca. So how about you introduce yourselves and then we can get started as you roll into the, get started. Let's so start with you, Tillman.
2: All right. Today I'm playing as Alan Clemens, He used to be an informer for the Stasi, the Eastern Eastern Germany communist uh, state security office. Kind of shady. um, He used to live in the UK. He then moved to the US when all these things broke apart. He's now a publisher and uh, organizes events to train people in interrogation techniques. And he's well-renowned for his persuasive ethical
1: techniques.
0: All right. And then now Slavic. I'm playing Leona Lindsley. She is an NSA special agent. Uh, she's a bit socially awkward, but very good with technology and just generally analyzing situations. All right. Thank you. Good. To know. And now finally, Becca.
3: I will be playing Katie Ruck. She was a U.S. Marshal. She specialized in tracking people down and capturing fugitives first through talk and social skills, then by force if necessary. Prior to being recruited, she had hopes of making her way up the ladder, but found that the offer to join this particular unit was was just too tempting to pass up.
1: All right. And so... All of you are currently in a uh, FEMA transport heading to the town, to the small town of of LaFontaine. And as you go there, you recall the briefing you were told before you got there about the situation. And so you were told by your handler that basically the organization you're part of got by several names. Delta Green, the agency, some people jokingly call it as the Second Inquisition. And you've been told by your handler that this is a story. Back before 9-11, people did our group's work out in the cold. Then we got activated, or reactivated anyway. During the transition, decisions were made. I didn't make those decisions, and I don't know the people who did make those decisions. I, we're all only here because you're the closest. I'm not going with you because I've been up for two days trying to get you a ride into the goddamn mission area. Got it? So, sometime around 2002, some team or another was tasked with repurposing assets from the old group into the new program. At least the ones we knew about. To my understanding, it was a cost-risk analysis based on the needs of the moment and the current budget. Lo and behold, they tended to report that moving things out of unsecured private storage to secure official locations wasn't worth the dollars. I don't know if it was because the contents were too volatile or someone couldn't be bothered to find a truck, or that they didn't trust the transition. I don't know. Okay, wasn't there. But one of the storages was in La Fontaine, Missouri. Yeah, the one, that one from the news. They installed the alarm on the door. This uh, at this uh, rent space, rent storage place. They got a friendly guy from the utility company, someone who just knows that we're using it for government status, but is not in on any of the official uh, need-to-know information. This guy, Skip Mills, he was there to uh, to keep an eye on the place. We just told him of some BS about maintaining a secret counterterrorism storage site or something, do for gone country. Typical patriotic make-your-life-matter spiel. He was strictly observer and report. I never had a key, so as, as I can tell. Anyway, it was the uh, storage number GB-224. And then, as you know, the storm hit, storm hit a couple of days ago. And ever since, the, the, the knocking, knock, it has been knocking the power out of La Fontaine all over the city, all over the town. And the alarms that we set up at the storage site have been triggered. When we didn't find this out because uh, apparently the signal, whatever, was lost in all the paperwork and all the files all, that we had. So we know that our steward site has been compromised for a couple of days. That's all we know. And Skip Mills, who got be paid to keep an eye on it, has not reported in at all. So we're sending you guys in because you're the closest and because what we had on hand so we need you to get in there under the guise you are part of this national guard thing you are an oversight group working for fema don't abuse the cover it's paper thin and i can't for the life of me think why anyone will put y'all in the same room to work together but it's the best i could do on short notice paperwork's on the table i got you some office space squared away at the city utilities company of la fontaine fuck knows if i spend enough time on the radio trying to get their boss from there, find out where the Skip Mill guy is and what he knows, and then head out to the uh, storage site and find out inventory of the content, see if you can tell if anything's missing. And if something's out there, do what needs to be done. Text me if you need something, but keep those messages clean and coded. I'll do what I can from here, but, well, there's a solid 100 miles of ice around you and Every direction, and more alphabet soup agencies and media and the theater that you can shake a stick at. Don't expect miracles. Hell, don't expect anything. You're on your own. And so, the three of you are in this uh, truck that's loaded up with supplies and construction supplies, food supplies for the people of the La Fontaine. And so, you're on your way to the uh, utilities site.
0: on you. So, I don't really get out in the field much. We're just, okay, okay. You guys aren't going to talk to me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm the newbie. You're the pros. I'll just, you know, be listening here to my music. Okay, I'll shut up now.
1: So you just, you try to make conversation, but the other two just, either do you say anything or you just leave Leona? There's this babble in silence, uncomfortable silence.
2: I'm probably checking on the paperwork that he handed to us or gave us.
1: All right. Yeah. You see that it's, everything's all in order. It does give you that, you know, the cover of being working for FEMA. But you know that if you actually try to say that what you're doing there or you know what, what, what your goal is, you, they don't really say anything about that. It just basically there's basically just a, an official sheet of paper saying, yeah, you work for the FEMA, but it doesn't really say anything about what you're doing there.
2: Right. So just to make sure I understood correctly, we are trying to contact this Skip Mills dude.
1: Yeah cuz you he, know is that he hasn't co- hasn't contacted anyone for the last couple of days right, and right. the and storage box he was supposed to be he been, yes. and been into for the last couple of days Okay you-
2: if it makes you feel any better it has been a while since i've been in the field as you say Hello can you hear me uh,
0: Oh headphones? sorry i just had to earphone Your Well you're, you're the famous uh, interrogation guy right heard about you
2: I'm impressed. Well,
0: read about you, but you know, even better. Yeah, yeah. We had you in our training manuals.
2: Ah, yes, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of got to be a standard.
0: Yeah. Honestly kind of intimidated right now.
2: Don't be.
3: I'm sure you'll be just fine, Leona.
2: Ah, thanks. Right, right. First names. Uh I'm Ellen. I'm Leona. Katie.
0: Excellent.
3: Leona, would you um do you have a any device on you that you can maybe find out anything about Skip?
0: Sure. Let me pull out my laptop.
1: So are uh, you going to check on what, are you, what are you trying to do exactly?
3: I was thinking have, I was going to pull up my smartphone and look up Lafayette and figure out more about the city itself and just kind of see what's going on in general in the more recent times. I'm sure not a lot's going on right now, but... It would be helpful to figure out more about Skip himself. Maybe if we know what he's like when we get there, it'll be easier to find him.
1: All right. So as you pull up on the thing, I'll give you this for free. You know that La Fontaine, Missouri, yeah. is a small town. has It does have a uh, local college on in the in the town, La Fontaine University. You know, there's that. You know, uh, it's like a small town. It's recently. It's Recently, uh, hasn't been much to talk about it. It's just been a small Missouri, you know, Missouri town. And then, but recently, it's been uh, the news of being sort of like a, like under siege by the, there's the sheer the ice storm that's currently going on right now. You know, it's been like it's knocked out the a lot of the power in town. You know, it's you know, cause it's caused a couple of deaths from exposure. You know, there's, like, you'll be able to sneak in because like there's, like, a small army of relief efforts going on there, people trying to get the power back on, trying to people trying to keep warm. It's it's all that craziness going on. I mean, when you try to look for Skip Mills, you know that he works for the uh, utilities company of La Fontaine, and that he's got a social media accounts, and you see, like, yeah, just looking like a normal da- guy who used to live with, live with his mother. And then, like, last... Posts really on his uh, social media was like from uh, I believe three days ago.
0: Okay, what do they say? Or is it just normal stuff? You know, just commenting on politics, weather, whatever.
1: Uh, you know, just he's uh not really political. He's just you know, small town trying to. Nothing stands out to. Him. Nothing seems unremarkable about him. He's just maybe a little bit you know, show, you know, small town, little mother, not very popular with the ladies, it seems. You see a couple of pictures, of like you know, previous girlfriends, but nothing that stands out to you. No explicit, you know, with uh, any controversial groups, anything like that. Everything just looks normal. Like that's exactly why he was picked. He was because he was someone who could be trusted. There was nothing standing out.
0: Well, he looks supremely average. Really can't see anything that would, you know, anything interesting about him. That's I guess probably we'll have to see why
2: he's difference. the guy.
0: Probably is.
2: Maybe we should look into the, the actual owner of that.
3: The
1: storage unit?
2: Of you know that
0: the
1: storage unit exactly. itself was blown up by the government, by the agency you worked for in the back during its uh, unofficial days. Basically, okay. back a few years ago, your agency was not an official part of the government, so they had to use whatever resources they had on hand, right. and so, which would include renting out you know, civilian storage spaces to store potentially dangerous objects. Any other questions? Right.
3: Actually, are they using the university as like a um, oh shoot? What's the term?
1: HQ for like relief focused efforts.
3: Yes, thank you. Are they using that for it?
1: You know that they are using the uh, actually the utilities station is usually oh. actually the main focus of the efforts because that's where all the power, that's where they, all the work is being done. That's where the linemen are doing the relief efforts. The National Guard is posted nearby. Okay,
2: I would like to look up some names of people by FEMA, who are actually like organizing all this. So I could potentially bullshit someone by saying, well, I'm working for this and that guy. You can find them over there.
1: All right, yeah, you do, I'd say, give me a intelligence and politics role, just to see if you have enough names to, like, oh, you know, just filibuster your way out of a situation.
0: Okay. Can I try to sort of help him? I'm actually pretty skilled at that.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you can assist, yeah. Give, give me a role too.
0: Yeah, uh, okay, so I have specialty in interagency politics.
1: And what that applies?
0: It's after successes.
1: All right, so yeah, you get, you can imagine, you to know, hold a couple of names of, like, the immediate supervisor in the area. The You get enough names to, like, further entrench yourself and, like, to give you some credibility to your
0: uh, credentials. Okay, Alan, so I ran a couple of checks here from some of my old sources. And here we go. Here's the deputy. Here's this guy. Okay, don't forget their names.
2: Right. Here's Perfect. their photos. <laughs> Brian A and Brian B. Okay.
1: Right <laughs> <down>. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So as you you guys are starting to pull up into the town, popular. The briefing said La Fontaine was ill prepared for the winter for the ice storm, but the city has sold most of its salt trucks and plows to keep from declared bankruptcy during the recession, but nothing has prepared you for this level of destruction. Nearly every road you see is blocked with felled trees. Phone and power lines dangle everywhere. The few emergency responders you see are still chiseling vehicles out of the ice like sculptures, and most who succeed seem to have impotently skidded off the road. The majority of homes remain damaged and without power. The residents left to freeze in winter temperatures. Getting to the few operational shelters requires trekking on foot across the eerily beautiful city of ice. Upon arrival, they are crowded into uh, shelters filled with cots and hastily packed suitcases. Even the lucky ones with vehicles rugged enough to escape often have to find a path ahead through the felled trees. The roar of chainsaws is constant. Even after five days, relief teams have made scant headway. A few major roadways are cleared and salted. The commercial and university districts to the south have power restored. Very little relief has come to the north side, the poor side of town. The convoy inches through. The north of La Fontaine is the oldest part of the city. cut off from the rest by a moat of abandoned warehouses, rail yards, factories, and other remnants of the city's industrial past. The massive old growth trees dotting its residential neighborhoods cause more damage here than anywhere else. The only lifeline south. Zora Neale Hurston Bridge remains a clogged, icy mess. It will be difficult to tell who needs help in northern La Fontaine. Only the locals can distinguish which homes were abandoned due to the storm and which were left vacant by the real estate crash. Still, progress is being made operating out of the headquarters for city utilities workers are slowly getting La Fontaine livable again. It appears that while the storm will certainly be expensive, none of the relief workers will be haunted by lost lives. It's uncomfortable, but patrols and emergency services shelters are so far keeping those without power war- fed and warm. So you pull up to the uh, city, city utilities office and you get off the truck. What do you do? You know that you they have been given an office nearby to act as your uh, station.
3: Okay, well, I think the first thing to do is grab the stuff that we have with us and check out our headquarters
1: all right so as you get another stuff and head on the way you you're <laughs> intercepted by this woman who comes along this a uh, african-american woman who looks like she's in her uh, 40s her name is tanya cambria she know she's been uh, told that you guys are the fema response team she's like like oh hey are you guys with the fema
2: yes that's correct
1: i was told uh you the, your office is um, over here actually uh, it used to be my uh, boss's place uh, Skip Mills, but he, he hasn't shown up the last couple of days, so we've had to you know, make do with whatever we're supposed to have available.
2: Right, right. Understandable. How have things been uh, here the last few hours, at least?
1: Uh, Well, the last few hours, it's been the same as it was the last 24 hours. You know, they, they suggest it's like the line of like workers going in and out of the place with supplies and things. just so like people coming and going, you know, people, everyone's tired, there's... Is he, still he- is he still here? Then you see as she looks across across the uh, parking lot at the at this. It looks like a guy in a deputy's outfit, the, the local police officer, trying to like talk to people there. And that's a deputy. The deputy something. I can't remember his name. He's been bugging us, bugging people, trying to get something done. But we got when we got other work to do. Ignore him. So yeah, yeah, your office is just over there. It's like this small prefab trailer. It's got heat. It's got le- it's got power and yeah, it do- It has electricity. Yeah. And internet.
2: Okay, okay.
1: So what are you gonna be doing here? I I know you've been sort of the center supervisors, but uh is there something we should
2: what? Well, uh, first of all you could maybe help me trying to locate other uh FEMA shelters or offices. I'm new here to town, so could you maybe just describe the the way to find them or maybe like the the center of, of food distribution and
1: well, like right here, like right, right over the way is the. Uh, okay, video. so
2: it's centralized. Okay, okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, the, I know they um, had like, a shelter going on at the high school. Then there's, there's stuff okay. going on there.
2: Yeah, I heard about that. And what about the organization structure? I mean, I see this deputy over here. So
1: yeah, he's uh, like a local. Yeah. He's a local deputy. He's not part of the relief effort.
2: Yeah, uh, are the local. Are the uh, local officials working with...
1: Everyone's doing what they can to help out with the relief efforts, yeah?
2: Okay, excellent. Very good.
1: Uh, Is there anything I can get you? Some coffee, some... uh, I think we got some donuts over there that aren't too frozen solid.
2: Yeah, something uh, warm to drink would be excellent.
1: Okay, I'll I'll see if I can get And she walks away.
2: I'm just trying to derail the conversation so she doesn't ask questions and only I ask questions. Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right so, so then she departs and you three approach this uh prefab trailers it's got lights on and you enter in and it's warm inside and it's a little bit musty actually it's something smells weird but it's probably just the, like some water got into the walls or whatever so you sit down and you notice that, and you notice the computer is uh it's on sleep mode it's still powered on and when you like look around it's actually been still been logged in to the from the using the uh city's official account
0: Ooh, let's snoop around a little all right, so what are you looking for? <sighs> what are we looking for? Guys, anything you want to know?
3: Well, this was Skip's old office, if I heard her correctly. And he's been missing... It might have some clues to where he's at, since he's someone we need to talk to.
0: Okay, let's see if there's a calendar or a diary or something.
1: So what are you looking for? Like a physical thing in the office? Or are you looking no, at in computer the computer. Problems?
2: I want to look for... Physical things like document folders or maybe a keychain or something in the closet, in the closet, in the cupboards.
1: All right, I'll do a physical search first, and I'll check, tell you what's going on the internet. And so basically, you look around the office, and you don't find anything out, you know, out of the ordinary. It looks like an office, nothing really personal there. Maybe like a, a couple of pic, posters up here and there of like a band. And then you look under like the desk, and looks there's a lot of stains underneath the desk, like white stains on it. Mm. And that's Can like. You- Uh, don't ask too many questions about that one
2: (laughs) yeah i'm just not sure is it it writing
1: (laughs) no it's not writing and it and you can tell that it's it's not like old stains it's somewhat fresh stains like within the last few days
3: does it have a smell to it at all
1: just the usual smell okay (laughs) if whatever you can smell out of out of the cold air and so, related to that, when you check on his internet computer, like, look at the internet, are you looking, like, through the internet and stuff like that?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, anything that could tell me anything. Even his search history, whatever. browser history. Okay, yeah.
1: Definitely. So, when you look through his search history, you'd find, like, the amount is honestly a bit surprising. just nothing but porn. Violent <laughs> porn. Oh, and like... what actually was a bit interesting is that he doesn't, it doesn't look like it's just for men and women. It's whatever, just as long as it's violent porn for men and women.
0: Oof. Well, wow, Skip. You've been naughty. Look at this, guys. Uh, don't touch that thing.
2: I regret touching anything in here.
0: <laughs> yeah, this keyboard is at, filthy. At, at least I didn't touch that computer. Oh. I, I should probably wash my hands after.
3: I'm sure there's a bottle of sanitizer somewhere.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> I wouldn't want to touch anything in this room anyway. But yeah, this doesn't really tell us where he is. Uh, no, it doesn't no calendar or anything there either?
1: No, but you do notice that the computer has like access to the official like the city power line stuff, but that's like a separate login thing. And you don't have the password for that. Because it's like it was used like an official like you know, work computer for the uh, utilities companies. So
2: Lindsay, are you trained in like bypassing the security of these things?
0: Well, I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) I could try, but these things usually take time, you know. And I just have my laptop here, but I'll see what I can do. All right, so are you going to
1: try and see if you can log into the city power power line, Infernet? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'd say give me an intelligence and computers role.
0: Your successes.
1: So you log in and you can see that it gives you like a, a building cell of power in it. What, uh, it let's just see what the power grid of the city, what, what's going on there, all that sort of stuff. It's a very official looking and kind of old looking for the program computer.
2: Anything else you guys are doing? is there anything out of the ordinary when we look at the um, at the active part of the grid
1: you could definitely see like dead patches a lot of you know just powerless buildings and a bunch of like buildings that are, like have power in them some of them are like using more power than others a couple of them look like they're you know having a lot of heat in them because the yeah, heat turned up are all the way
0: whatever like anything that there that we could influence through this login like administrator privileges, or turning someone's power off, or something like that.
1: No, no, that'd be a separate thing entirely. This mm-hmm. is more of just okay. to, to see what to look over the. Over. To actually mess with the power, you would have to. It's it's not like a modern city where like everything's ele, uh, electrically linked. Right. It's when one actually sure. be much more physical. Like have to go out there, and, like shut down a you know, power test home or something like that to mess with it.
0: Wow. Right.
2: So okay. let's lay out our option C So.
1: And then as you hear, like, a knock comes in, like, it's Tanya with the coffee. Oh, tap! <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh. Tanya,
2: the coffee, excellent. I just step over and, like, block everything from her side.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. here you go. Uh, yeah, this, it stinks this it What does that smell?
2: Oh, I think it's just mold, maybe.
1: No, uh, yeah, because, you know, Skip, you he, was sick. That. I, he, I, I kind of feel sorry for Skip, because yeah you know well, just it's all it's all hands on deck right now, but he he's called out sick and he looked sick to me when I saw him.
2: when was that
1: like, uh three days ago, and you know this is at the same time on like the social media, and uh you know when he was supposed to check in and like that was the last time anyone heard from him. She said, yeah, uh, he was all pale and shaking it, he looked he looked in pain too when, every time he walked in
2: oh wow, well, I hope well, I hope the the cold you know didn't get to him,
1: oh yeah, yep. Maybe not. I don't know. I I know his address, but I don't really know what happened to him. Is like I said, he's has a minute. I've seen him all. I've seen him the last couple of days.
2: Maybe maybe we should go check on him. Can you give me the address?
1: Uh yeah yeah I can give you the address. Uh he lives here. And uh, let me see if I can pull up the. Yeah he he, he lives in a neighborhood. that's only like a few miles from the utilities
0: headquarters. Can I check if the building has power?
1: And you check. Yeah, it has power got a bit of power, too. It looks, it's definitely one of the brighter homes. All right, Tanya. I'm not sure if
2: we personally can do it, but I'll notify some emergency people and let them know that someone who got sick is uh, still.
1: We, we, um, we pe- I don't think we will be able to get anyone away from the job, honestly. Everyone's, you know, out there trying to get all the frozen people out of the place and stuff.
2: Yeah, of course. Well, I see what I can do.
1: All right, thank you. Um, Here's coffee, and uh, I'll be uh, back in the office, you know, doing work. Uh, right.
0: Yeah. I want to wash my hands before I drink this.
1: Uh, you could try in the office. There's like a bathroom in here, I think.
0: Right, right, right. Thanks. Katie? Yeah, I'll go and wash my hands. No. And then
1: you know, Tanya departs and leaves you alone.
0: Tanya. Tanya, that was her name. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it
2: was excellent that you didn't remember her name.
0: <laughs> Presence, one, <swan>, y'all. <laughs> so after that awkwardness,
1: you're three are left alone again. So you know how you have Skip Mill's address, and you know the address of the uh, storage box that you were that has been pro- has been compromised.
3: Well, so Tanya mentions that Skip looks pale. Yeah, he looked pale
1: and shivering
0: and sick.
3: And sick is I, mm, okay. no that actually just sounds like somebody being sick. Okay.
0: He was sick, all right.
2: Well, it happens at this time of the year, but I have a hard time imagining that people just let him get by with all this at his workplace.
0: You know, I also checked out there's a lot of power at his house. Seems to have been made sure that... Well,
2: he's got to survive. Maybe it's just his electrical heating. I don't know.
0: Could be. Could be. Shall we check it out? Compadres? Uh, Let's do this.
1: So where are you going? Are you going to Skip Mill's house or are you going to the uh, storage box?
3: Sounds like we're going to Skip's first.
1: Okay. All right. So, so you're going we'll to have to go there on foot because you, there's no readily available cars. And like I said, the roads are rised over heavily.
2: The storage box may be compromised. I'm not sure it's a wise idea to just show up there like, oh, what's going on here? I think we should definitely check on Skip first.
1: Okay. So as you three end, exit out the building and you start making your way towards the uh, towards Skip's house, so you see the man. Tanya you over the man in the police officer. Just like, "Hey, are, are you guys available? I, I need some help with it. something. You guys are here. We're working for the uh, FEMA guys, right? The power company." I look at Alan, Katie, Alan, <laughs> Katie, Alan. <laughs>
2: Uh, not really a power company, but yes. Uh, what What do you need?
1: Oh, oh great! Listen, listen. I, I just just a few minutes of your time. I, I just I need to get access to the uh, to the power grid and see what, what police sell up power in the in the north side of the city.
3: I'm sure that's a list that we could get you.
1: Oh, well, thank you, thank you. This is, this is you're helping me with police work. Honestly, this is very important police work I'm dealing with.
3: What kind of um, police work are you looking to do in the north side?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I can't disclose that. I uh, it's ongoing investigation. Just now you could definitely you could definitely tell like he looks a little bit nervous when he says that it's ongoing investigation. But
2: surely you can't be the only one working on it, right?
1: Oh, well, I. It, 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 everyone's so busy right now. It's we're stretched really thin, and it, it, yeah, yeah. I'm just the one I'm doing this on my on my own. Everyone's working triple shifts by this point. You can definitely see, like, he's got like rings under his eyes and just pale looking.
2: Well, yeah, the the town needs everyone to step in. Is this extremely high dangerous stuff we're talking about?
1: Uh, I I think there was a murder that went on, and I need okay, and I need that list, please. And you, you, it's a murder mystery. That's all I can say.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds very very serious. And I look over to Katie. How do we go about this? This man needs his uh, power grid list.
3: Was there a printer at all in that? Yeah, yeah like you know,
1: like a printer, a com- uh, phone, all that sort of stuff. A fax machine in the corner in the in the office.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, uh, officer, what um, building is it that you're that you're looking at?
1: I don't. I'm not looking. I I just need the list. That's all you need to know. I don't know what I don't know what buildings are. I just I need to know what buildings are power in the north side. This is a police investigation. I am I'm not at liberty to discuss that. And I will say if you give me a role, you can try to persuade him out of that.
2: Well, the thing that I would like to persuade him to is that we look at it together. Okay, I'm going to give him access, but I want to look exactly at what he's looking at
1: all right so basically you'd be like over the shoulder when you give it to him i say uh, yeah i'd say like, give uh, me a manipulation and investigation to see basically say like try try and get him to like, convince him that you need to know enough to help him
2: okay one success
1: okay so with one success you see him just like no i i, I it's a police investigation and you're you're you're, look. I don't know I don't know what what exactly you follow in the totem pole of things, but I I can't just tell tell everyone what's going on.
2: Okay, okay. I'm going to open up on the computer. We can look.
1: Alright, so you're taking it back into the uh trailer? Yeah. Just you and no one I don't know, what are you two other two doing?
3: Oh, I'll be uh, coming as well. Okay.
1: Yeah. Alright. Leona so... doesn't
0: want to
3: feel left out. <laughs> Leona's the one with the access.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, it's probably still logged in. <laughs> <laughs> All right so yeah you go over to
1: the thing and you see that actually that you can see like once the uh, some of the frost has melted off it's like a name tag saying the filigree on it and it basically so you look into it he just looks over the uh grid paragraph grid, that's it he's just looking through it it's like oh, okay so it'll be over there over there he doesn't say anything he's just looking over it
3: He's not even pointing at anything. As and he he is, he's, at just,
1: he's just, thing. like, he's pointing around, his, around the area. You see him, like, pointing to, like, one of the hot spots. They, like, looks towards, like, hot spots and then like, moves away from them, like, place with power to, like, away from it. Give me a um, intelligence and investigation to just see if you can trace his fingers where they're
0: going. I have a specialty called data analysis with this apply <laughs> or not. I feel like it's right on the edge. But I yeah,
1: know. it, it I'll say no in this situation because okay. you're not right. used to actually. It is data, but it's it's much more physical than you're used to. Right? Yeah, for sure. Two successes. that. I got a ten,
2: but it didn't explode. Is that normal?
1: You. It did explode, but
2: I have one success.
3: I also have two as well.
1: So with two successes, Luna and, and Katie can see that. Yeah, he's trail. His finger always comes back to the, this one point and trying to see like cold part of the town the place has no power. It's always coming back to that. He's trying to see, like, a trace, all the different uh, places from, like, from the buildings with power back to this one place. And you can see how it looks like uh, the the registry, it says it's some kind of, like, kiosk of some kind. Like an ATM kiosk. And then that's basically all you can see is that like, he, he was just trying to get back from that.
0: We done here, officer? We have work to do. What? Oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I'll uh, yes, yes, uh, I'll leave you to it. I, I need to go. Check some check things out after I get some more coffee.
3: You look like you need to take a
1: nap. Everyone, I think everyone's been up for at least like twenty four hours in the, in this city. I uh, no, I, I can't. I need to need need to investigate it. I need to go out, do things. Um, you guys are you trying to convince him to sleep? Actually,
3: Katie will. She'll put a hand on his shoulder and kind of look him square in the eye and go. Anything that you're going to try to do right now would be better done. If you got some rest, even if it's just a couple hours, it'll still be there when you wake up.
1: Are you trying to like force him to go to sleep? Are you trying to like you know soothe him to sleep, or what are you trying to do exactly?
3: She's concerned since he's being so vague about what's going on. She's kind of hoping to buy some time because if that makes sense. Like I don't know what he's actually going to go out there and do, so that's a little bit
1: concerning. Uh, give me a. Uh... Give me a manipulation persuasion for this perfect
3: aha one success
1: okay with actually I'll give you this for one success because he, he is tired, so yeah you, you definitely see like uh, that uh, deputy filigree filigree. he like looks at you he's definitely like he's hesitant he doesn't want he doesn't want to agree, but it's like all, all, all right, you have a point there i'll I'll um I I'll take a nap uh, uh, yeah 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 uh do you do you mind if I no no, no I can't no. this' isn't... No, 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 no. You, you
2: can totally relax over here. It's it's heated. We'll be going I, I, out for a little bit. And you take a nap for a couple of hours. And then you go over there to the, to the other office and ask Tanya if you can have a coffee. And then you're back in action.
1: Okay. Uh, d- please don't mention this to anyone i, I just need to... no no you
2: need to take care of yourself it's important
1: okay uh, i'll i'll do that and then you see him like cl- crawl towards a couch that's in the office and just sort of like pass out on that
3: as soon as he's starting to get all settled in i'll kind of like point to the computer and look at leona
0: and just like try to be like right,
3: right. turn it off
0: <laughs> leona will like turn off all that you know everything basically you to wipe the hard drive too <laughs>
1: Alright, so you got a uh, sleeping policeman on your couch now, and so you three were on your way to Skip Mills. Are you going to go ba- continue there, or are you going to... Can I steal his badge? <laughs> are,
0: are, you... <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you seriously going to try to do that, or are you just saying that?
2: <laughs> I'm going to seriously try to do that.
1: Okay, yeah, give me a dexterity and... Larceny, I think. Yeah, larceny, just to make sure that you don't trip over your feet and like, land on him.
2: I want to use a point of willpower. I have two successes, oh, God.
1: <laughs> okay, so with three. That's three. Is that counting the willpower?
2: Uh, the willpower gives me extra dice.
1: Oh, I oh, I see. Yeah. So with two successes. Yeah, I'll 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 give you that because he's you know very tired, and so yeah, you manage to like get off him. He like shifts a little bit, but he doesn't wake up. So now you have a a police badge.
2: I hide it in my coat pocket or something.
1: All right. You have one police badge.
2: Right. Better cover story acquired. Okay. <laughs> Just
1: hope no one wonders why you're out of uniform. Okay. So, now, you three are making your way to Skip's place?
3: Yes. We're gonna go slow with all the ice.
1: Okay, yeah. You make your way there, and you definitely tell it's cold outside. Kind of cold where, like, if you have any like, exposed skin at all, like, you definitely feel like the nips at your skin, any exposed skin
0: at all. Did you guys notice the point he was always returning to he was checking the power
2: not quite i only noticed he was like tracing lines what was it
3: it was a dead spot there's no heat or
0: electricity i just always returning to it maybe that's our murder
2: my feeling was that this guy was really sketchy i don't think he's investigating some kind of murder
0: Ooh. what do you think he was doing
2: I'm not sure, Uh, but these kind of tragedies, they attract looters, and sometimes even men of the law can switch sides.
0: Oof, you think he'd really go that far? Well,
2: here's my point. He's not interested in finding a murderer, because his aim is not to do justice, you know? If he truly wanted to help people, he would do that. It's currently not important to find this murderer. He's probably starving to death, if the murderer even exists.
0: Well... I'm not convinced.
3: There was definitely something going on. It's quite possible it could be that. Hopefully, him taking a nap for a couple hours will buy us some time. Maybe
0: he was the murderer. (laughs) Oh, you think he's coming up? Sorry, (laughs) I don't get out much.
2: Right now. Maybe I'm just reading too much into the guy. Maybe he was just really tired.
1: All right, so you ponder and puzzle over the... uh... Deputy's motives and you as you arrive at skip's house you definitely see that like, it's got lights on it's got all the windows and doors are shuttered and closed and you see there's a car on the parkway but like, you see if like, the snow there's no sign that anyone's been out of the house for like a couple of days at least
2: so the the front door is completely blocked by snow
1: it's not completely blocked you can definitely see like the snow is undisturbed okay could we stay in, say three days of snow it doesn't look like, because yeah, it looks, you're looking around, you definitely see like, there are other houses in there, but most of them are foreclosed. And uh, the few that aren't foreclosed are just, you know, dealing with like, you know, broken windows or from the cold or whatever.
2: What about Skip's house, though? Uh, when I look into the windows, can I see? No, you can't light? see anything.
1: It. It's like the windows have been papered. It's like, it's been like there's okay. something like paper has been glued onto them or something. Like loud jazz music, cause you could hear it if you get close enough. And if you put, if you get close up to the windows, you can smell like some a smell coming from the place.
2: Mm, what kind of smell?
1: Musty smell. Okay. All right.
2: I call for like a group meeting. <laughs> so, how do we approach this? Uh, there's definitely someone inside. Someone's playing music. It's got this weird smell, like the office.
0: No, great. Badge, right? I do have a badge. We could. Badge. Just, we could just play that we're concerned female officers you know you're just helping us go around the community
2: yeah let's let me look up my cover name
1: yeah i like yeah that's all you just say just like as a name badge just that's all you saw
2: okay all right so front door
1: front door
3: two concerned citizens with the police officer just making sure everybody's doing okay got it
1: all right excellent so who's armed by the way can i ask who's
0: armed
3: uh, Katie is armed.
0: Okay. Leon uh, is absolutely not armed. I All think
2: right. Alan does carry a pistol concealed, probably, to not like disturb anyone. All right. So All right. he approaches the front door and gives it a sharp knock, like not relying on the electric doorbell.
1: Yeah, you knock. No answer.
2: I knock again. And no answer. Police and FEMA, don't be disturbed. I'm just trying to check on everyone.
0: No Please open the door. No answer. Forced entry, then.
3: Well, Katie was actually just gonna like reach out and check—is the door actually locked?
1: It's not. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <good> <laughs> <laughs> what? That's why you're the field agents. <laughs> so, who's going in first? I
2: guess uh, Katie.
3: Yeah, Katie will go in first. She'll unlatch the door, kind of push it in quietly, trying to listen to. Hear about the jazz music. See if there's um, any other movement that she can hear before she really announces
1: herself again. All right. So the first thing, you, the first thing that hits you is a smell. It reeks in the place. And the second thing you notice is the heat, because it feels like there's like a wave of heat. It's, mo, it's not just like the house is heated. It's like it's heated, and the heat is turned all the way up. And, like you live that's a certificate that you see like if you look at it a you'll actually see like, the steam from just like the heat as it cools off into into the cold air outside, and so as you look inside, you see the walls are covered poster like pornography pictures of men and women all over the place, and it's violent pornography you know, you know all kinds of things going on. It's just, like all over the walls, all over the windows all, like on the back of the door too, and a lot a lot of them are wet. Or like, have, or, like, have dried stains on them.
3: Oh, so gross.
1: And honestly, you're looking at it as like, give me a resolve and composer check, all of you. Just so you can see, like, it, okay, just see, like, you will not even want to go inside. I
2: have two successes. Okay. But I'm definitely, like, mm, taking my scarf and, like, covering my nose and mouth, like, God, this, this is like an animal stable. No, it's worse, oh God! I'm going to have nightmares.
1: How could anyone live here and honestly, as you you notice that the sheer amount all of this stuff it's a lot of it is fresh, like this and the sheer amount of it is like concerning because there there should not be that much wetness going on like people shouldn't be able to do that like it's not shouldn't be physically possible for someone to bake that much, and so basically, you all just like you 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 swallow through your disgust and you go inside.
3: Okay, Katie will actually when she's all the way inside pull out her Glock, and um, is is there anything? I mean, obviously this is a really weird situation, but is there anything that makes me think that it could be more on the occult side,
1: like just uh, nothing stands out to you as, as especially occult, just from your immediate surroundings? Okay, and you, but you as soon as you step inside, do you start to hear like movement from the second story?
3: Oh, so upstairs, Katie will kind of like. Oh, she doesn't want to knock on anything. Hello, is anybody up there?
1: All right, you hear movement from that.
3: Just concerned neighborhood friends.
1: Okay, so concerned as you... Okay. All right, so you're in like a living room right now. There's like a kitchen, like a doorway to a kitchen. Not an actual door, it's like you know, just like an arch leading to like a kitchen area. Then you can see like, if you look at the right angle, it's, like, just, there's like stairs like, from the kitchen going up. You never hear the like, footsteps going going towards like where you hear you can see the stairs are.
3: So we hear movement, but no
1: voice. No, no
3: voice. Katie will slowly lead the way to kind of see if the person's at the top of the stairs, holding her Glock pointed down, but ready for action if
1: needed. All right. So as with Katie, you peek around the corner uh, up the stairs. You definitely see we see you see a man naked, and he, he looks. Like he hasn't been eaten properly, hasn't really had a lot of water. You see, his lips are dry and cracked, and David he looks like he's got cuts and like rips all over his arms, legs, around his groin. And he looks at you. and He's just his mouth sort of like just babbles, and then he just he charges down.
3: Oh, excellent! Like charges straight at. Katie? Yeah, he
1: charges down the
0: stairs. Yeah.
3: Oh gosh. Well, yeah, Katie's gonna
1: shoot. <laughs> two, in
0: just... chest, two in the chest, one in the head. <laughs> Oh. Yeah,
2: Alan also has quick draw. I think he's at least going to get ready.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're gonna have to figure out this. So, so Katie's at the corner, looking over and shooting. Where are Leona and Alan? Like, are they behind her? Are you standing like to the side of her, looking up the stairs too? Or are you? How are you?
2: Honestly, I think Alan is behind Katie.
1: So you can't see you up the stairs. No, I don't think he. Okay,
2: he's seen the guy yet.
1: Right, I think so Leona would be behind both of them. give me a uh, what was it, dexterity and firearms, I think. Three successes. All right, so since he's not trying to dodge, I'll say that you hit him, and I'll say that's two damage. So yeah, you hit him, and you definitely see like you hit him right right in the torso, like. But he doesn't he doesn't doesn't kill him. He's just like right. So, so the way
0: damage here works is that you add it to the roll. Actually. Oh, I see. And the resulting roll is basically how much damage you do.
1: All right, roll for damage then. I think. All right, it's just two. All right, so that's two damage. That, so yeah, you, you hit him, and like definitely, like he feels it, but doesn't stop him. If anything, like the moan, the groan he makes doesn't sound like pain.
3: Oh, oh, naked man, naked man. No, thank you.
1: <laughs> All right, so then he, with, that, with that with that round, he's close enough. He's gonna like try and tackle you. So give me a. Uh, Let's say dexterity and athletics to see if you can get out of the way. Two successes. Oh yeah, with, he only had one success, so yeah, you beat him. You beat his uh, successes, so you managed to get out of the way, and he like goes past you, and, like, crashing into the, uh, you know, like the kitchen table and knocking things over. And as you see that, both Leona and Alan, you both see that you just see like you you heard Katie sh- shoot up the stairways, and then you saw her like lean back, and a naked, emaciated, bloody man came crashing down off the, from the stairs.
3: What the hell? Something's not right with him.
1: Is he still standing? He's just lying on the floor right now with and bits, but but now you see him like starting to get up with like right, a, first he, I, oh, wait, like, the She's bullet. Getting hole. up, yes, okay. yeah.
0: And you see, you hear him like <laughs> 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 okay. I'll try to subdue him physically,
2: sir. Stay on the
1: ground.
0: Right. You get, you hear nothing from him. He's, he just.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: so I'll, I'll just walk up to him you know, and try to restrain him.
1: So how? So you're we trying to? Okay. So so I'd say that's strength
0: and Raw? Well, yeah, I think. Yeah, two successes.
1: All right. He also had two successes. So you both of you like grapple, and he—I'll say that you managed to like get managed to like get your, get your feet on him, and just like so, p- sort of like pin him down. He's just like squirming, trying to get up, and you won't be able to hold him like for another round. You have to make another check. I'll help
0: here,
3: Alan. Yeah, actually, Katie will go to help as soon as um, Leona has made contact.
1: So you can also try and uh, pin him.
3: Yes, I did not get any
1: successes. All right. So since this is not old but you your own botch. You, you try, but he just, like, flings you off.
2: Should have taken the fucking handcuffs, too.
1: Alright, so, what are you guys gonna do? He's, right now, we, gonna, unless you do anything else, he's gonna, like, try and make another attempt to get up, and I, I think, so, what are you gonna do?
0: I don't think I can hold him for long. Is there anything we can tag him up with? Just rip something that could sort of serve to wait to time up? Are there like,
1: curtains, maybe? Yeah, curtains mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, you notice there are some curtains in the other room.
2: I think I wanna run over there and like uh, just rip him off. Maybe yeah, I'll try him to try to hold him, him off,
0: him off for the time. Alright, of so
1: Slavik give me another uh, you know, pin roll pin roll and uh Tillman try to roll and see if you get the uh, curtains and back befo- as quick as you can. Pop a point of willpower.
2: Just that, to... Sorry, is that dexterity or strength?
1: I'll Perfect. say dexterity athletics, just cause so that we don't let you over things on your way there.
2: Okay. Oh, I have one success.
1: All right, so I'll say that you managed to manage to get the curtains off, and then you're, like, you're pulling them over, you knock things over, but you still managed to manage to keep a hold of it. But like, yeah, you are slowed down just enough so that you'll get there after the result of the uh, versus contested pin test with the Slavic and the crazy man. So they had uh, three successes of Slavic?
2: I think he had three successes, so I guess he right. can pin him or she can pin him. And yeah, and now, him right
1: now I'm rolling to see the man's... uh resist. He had one success, so yeah, Katie manages to pin, keep him pinned down, and you get there. You see, like yeah, she manages to like, you know, make, keep his limbs pinned down, and like you know, use a bullet wound as leverage, even though he's not moaning in pain at all. He's
3: just sitting there, squirming on the ground.
1: Yeah, he's he's moaning, but not in pain.
2: Yeah, I want to try to just roll him up in in the cloth like he's a madman.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm gonna nice right. try to shove him in the closet.
1: So I'll say, to try, are you trying to like wrap his just get his arms or like his whole body? What are you trying to do with the curtain exactly?
2: Um, how large is the curtain? My idea is to wrap him up so tightly that he basically can't move. Maybe use it's, my I'll, belt. I'll say or, it's not
1: that it's not okay. big enough to like wrap him completely, in it, and he won't be able to move. Oh. I will say like an arms or legs, something like that, to and secure him.
2: Yeah, maybe I can like combine it with my belt or something, and at least. Yeah, wrap up arms or legs. Since Leona is probably grabbing his arms, I'm going to wrap up his legs so he can't move away or stand up.
1: Okay. Yeah, since you've got that, I'll give me a, I'll say, strength. And I want to say brawl. flailing limbs and all that.
2: Wow. Two successes.
1: Two successes, okay. So with two successes, you managed, like, you know, with your belt. You might know, just like get his wrap his legs up, his legs up in the, in the curtain and like wrap it around so that like, he's just like flopping around like a pseudo fishtail thing.
4: Hello folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded One which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want. Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered, and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by! We hope to see you there. High-level games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast, blog, and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games, with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Peace. Help. They're coming.
0: The Los Angeles
4: metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city?
3: Beyond Masquerade
4: The Demon's Mirror
3: thirteen Candles
4: Three Chronicles Running Through the Undead Veins of the City of Angels
3: The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply.
4: Go to EOR dot com and search the duets tag to find out more.